Welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to another word-filled message by David Entry. Preaching is the means by which God manifests his word and nourishes our spirits. May the life of God enter into you and you as you listen to this message. Be blessed. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us. Let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. What do you want? Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Amen. Hallelujah. It's very important to understand that we are living in days of possibilities, days of um, destiny formations, days of destiny transformation, days of inclusion. In other words, some people are going to be included by God. Whilst others are also going to miss opportunities. We may hear about you in chapter 9. We may hear about you in chapter 10. We may hear about you in chapter 12. Chapter 13, actually. Chapter 13, when chapter 13 started, God clearly said, separate unto me Barnabas and Saul. So Barnabas was always mentioned before Saul. It was Barnabas who went and looked out for Saul and brought him. The disciples didn't want to receive him. Barnabas was a good man. In fact, he was a son of encouragement. God was using him mightily towards the end of chapter, I think, chapter 9. And parts of chapter 12. God actually was using Barnabas before Paul showed up on the scene. And he had a great reputation. So when everybody was afraid of Paul, Saul, because he was a killer, he was a murderer. He himself said, I was a murderer. He was a murderer. When God was even sending a prophet to him to go and help him, the prophet was afraid. He said, God, I've heard about that man. That man is a killer. So, Saul had this bad reputation. Barnabas held the hand of Saul, took him, and then took him to the apostles. He said, this guy is a good man. We have to receive him. He said, he's a changed man. He's seen Jesus. And through that, he started, he made Paul his companion. So I believe some of the early things Paul also knew about Christianity, Barnabas, in ministry, Barnabas played a major role because he was already in ministry. When we talk about they continued in the apostles' doctrine, he was already in the apostles' doctrine. He wanted, Saul wanted to join, they wouldn't accept him. So he took Barnabas, who was inside, introduced him, and continued to work with him so that he can learn from Barnabas. But in Acts chapter 13, when God was calling them into apostolic ministry, God clearly said, separate unto me, Acts chapter 13, verse 3, separate unto me Barnabas, not Paul, not Saul, Barnabas first. 
and then Saul. But when they, when they were launched, they laid their hands and then they launched out from verse 20 of Acts chapter 13. And as they went, it became Saul and Barnabas. Paul and Barnabas. And after chapter 15, we didn't hear about the man again in scripture. Rather, we heard about Paul and Silas. <laughs> Paul and Silas, they were in prison, then they sang. And then Paul and Silas, Paul and Silas, Paul and Silas, Paul and his companions, Timothy. Paul sometimes would say, okay, I'll send Timothy. He never mentioned Barnabas again. Very interesting. It's very easy for God to exclude anybody. It is very easy. May it not be me, Lord. May it not be me. I, I want to be in the eye of the storm of revival. In the eye of the... Without me, God should do it. It's a planting already that is about to happen. But some of us happen to be born at the right time. To be alive at the... I'm glad you are around at this time. To be part of it. Part of what God is doing is a big privilege for you to be part of it. I know people I got born again with. We were winning souls, making noise everywhere. Some of them are nowhere now. <laughs> they are nowhere. When I got born again, there's this guy in, in school. He, word of knowledge, sensitivity. When he speaks in tongues, you are wondering, what, what does he speak in this kind of tongue? I say also, when I got born again, I'm about 25 years, this guy speaks in a licky ticky licky tail, licky tim, tim, latoria tas, tim, tim, tim. Hey! And at the, at the point, I was trying to learn his tongues, but still I couldn't. I'm heavy tongues. But I don't know where they are now. He, after school, he, did, he didn't backslide, but. I know people who were part of the initial move when God was bringing people. They know it. When we got born again, the, the senior pastors on the scene in, in the country I got born again, big, big men of God. Some of them, when you hear their name, I mean, they taught us. Some of them taught us. Now they are nowhere. Some of them are nowhere. Perhaps people like Otabo, Danka Williams, and some of them, they are reigning. They are still doing well, rising, international speakers. So, so much, it's not so much your ability. It's, it's your connectivity. It's your connectivity. Ability does never guarantee a place in ministry. Remember that. Ability has never guaranteed any place in ministry. It's your connectivity to a vessel that God's grace is on and a place where the grace is working. Remember that. And so, because it is easy to be excluded, even though God has the grace, intentions to include us, and yet, exclusion is so easy. It doesn't take much for you to be excluded. Tell somebody that. It doesn't take much to be excluded. Say it again to the person. It doesn't take much to be excluded. doesn't take much. Neither does it take much to be included. Tell the person, it doesn't take much to be part of this thing. 
I think it's better I talk about what it takes to be part. The exclusion. Uh, it's also good to sometimes talk about that. Because sometimes people don't realize that they are operating in exclusion zone. There have been a few times I've been I've I've i been lodging I'm lodging in a hotel, a hotel and I'm giving my key. You know the modern day hotel kind of key that you swipe it. You know. There have been a few times I've been given my key and I go and swipe, the thing is not opening. I went back to reception, long journey. I said, why was this? This is to work now. You go and it's not opening. Later, only to realize that um, when you put in your wallet, sometimes when you put it near your phone, the magnetic, whatever, it doesn't take long to dis deactivate. <laughs> so then it's good you are told, please don't put it near your phone because it will deactivate it. Some of you have been given a swipe card to enter into this revival. But you are hanging around a, fed, a certain friend who is like a, a mobile phone with all kinds of magnetic frictions. Spoiling your swipe card. <laughs> you come. Haven't you noticed that there are sometimes you hang around some people, you come to prayer meeting, you can't pray. Your spirit feels so heavy because of what you just heard them say to you. This is not the time after church you've been listening to all kinds of things. People are telling you, oh, you know, you don't need it because you need just light spirit. I'm telling you, you need light spirit to flow with God. Some things may be true, but they are not necessary. Do you hear what I said? Some information are true, but they are not necessary. Sometimes there's something in you that is, is drawn to it. But you must know what things that are not necessary at certain times. Bible says that all things are expedient, but not all things are lawful. What does it mean for something to be expedient? Sorry, all things are, I'm sorry, all things are lawful, but not all things are expedient. I think First Corinthians chapter 6, verse 12. All things are lawful, but not all things are expedient. What does that mean? It means that it's not a crime. When you do it, it's fine. When you say it is fine, but it not being expedient means it's not advantage, it's not necessary, it won't help you, it will weigh you down. Just like you are an athlete, you are going to oh you swim, you are going to swim, swimming competition, you are wearing jeans. <laughs> oh, that's why you can't wear it. But you know what I'm saying? It's it's it's, it's lawful. It's not expedient. There are some shoes you can't wear them on the track. It's lawful, but it's not expedient. The scripture I read earlier on, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher, it says that therefore, seeing that we are surrounded by this great, so great cloud of witnesses, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. Therefore, seeing we are surrounded with so great cloud of witnesses, let us, well, that's very important, okay? So great. Uh, let us lay aside. Somebody say, lay aside. lay aside. You didn't say it well. Lay aside. Say it again louder. Lay aside. Let us lay aside. Lay aside what? Every weight. Sister, some things you don't need at this moment. Brother, some things you don't need at this moment. Lay them aside. Because it's a good season of fruitful advancement. 
by the Holy Spirit. But the Holy Spirit is so sensitive. If you don't take care, you'll be distracted from staying in staying connected. And you end up being disconnected. So the Bible says that, therefore, let us lay aside. Every one of us knows what you have to lay aside. Every one of us. At every point in time, there is something you should lay aside. Depends on where you are trying to get to. Or what you are trying to achieve. Something must go. Something must go. Something must go. The, the kind of exam you are going to write determines what you have to cut yourself from. The nature of the exam. When you are writing a final exam in um, maybe uh, GCSE, it, that exam is not like the one you write the class test or periodic, certain periodic exams. Some exams, exams, examinations will define the outcome of your life. It's not like it's going to point what direction you can go. Other examinations really don't make a big difference. And I believe this season is a season where every one of us have to be able to go through our wardrobe, spiritual wardrobe or life catalog of stuff that are always around us and said, no, you are going to be a weight for me. You are a weight. You are a weight. Some phone calls are going to be a weight. Some people, when they call you, you know that this is a weight coming. <laughs> it's coming with a weight. Human beings matter. And when God wants to do something, <laughs> someone I saw someone put it somewhere, I don't know where. When God wants to bless you, take it to another level, he will introduce some people into your life. And when God wants to deliver you from something, he removes some people out of your life. So some of us will be holding on to people God is trying to remove. I'm learning to succumb, yield to God. You must lay aside some things. Human beings matter. But human beings can cost you your destiny. You never hate anybody. But you must know who cannot be around you. You must know. Everybody who every time they come around you, they don't leave you with a positive impact towards your things of God. Wash them again. Wash them. Everybody who keeps speaking negative about your spiritual embankment, watch them. Watch them. When Mary got pregnant, she had to move away and go and live with Elizabeth. Because she needs someone like Elizabeth. Because the place she was, people will even believe her. So she had to protect the pregnancy and protect the miracle. Bible says that therefore, seeing that we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight, not only that, and the sin which so easily ensnares. Okay, what does that mean? You know, everyone has the sin that easily gets you. (laughs) 
Somebody your own is gossip. Somebody your own is pride. Somebody your own is watching uh, evil images. Somebody your own is arrogant. Somebody your own is uh, overeating. Somebody your own is maybe uh, uh, maybe flirting. Somebody your own is lust. A high level of lust. Some things easily stay up last in you. You know it. Those things have they have the track record in your life. Every time you come to pray, the first thing, oh God, please forgive me. This thing is troubling me. Those ones are the distant. If you are to pray about forgiveness, that thing that will make you keep praying, that same thing, that keeps making you pray about forgiveness. That one is the things that easily, the sins that easily, so, so easily beset us. The sins which so easily, if it comes to you, that one will get you easily. The devil knows what he will get you with. Am I speaking the truth? Oh, you know yourself, man, by now. You should, you should know yourself. You should know your weak point. You should know your weak point. You should know your weak point. As we are talking, some people have come here. Bible says the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into theirs. They have run into refuge because of where they, something is trying to follow them. Am I speaking the truth? Yeah. The devil will not leave you alone. He will be deceived to think that he's happy you are praying. He will leave you. Not that if you want to pray, be, he has to turn up the heat. Because he knows the battles he will press, press to fight for West you. The sins that so easily beset. Am I talking to somebody? Even as I stand here, I talk. Somebody's sin that so easily besets him is going on. Yeah, you, everyone's own is this. Some people's own is stubborn-mindedness. You know God has been talking to you about this kind of thing. No? Hey. Now, it's like, oh, maybe I see here something. No, I don't mind. Hey, yeah. You see, the sin that so easily beset you. Instead of growing and moving from there, and say, Lord, speak to me. Lord, speak to me. You are being beset again to be tried. The, the, the word is ensnare. King James said beset. But New King James said ensnares. You know what something to, what it means to ensnare? Trap. Eh? No. Snare is a trap. Ensnare for the trap to work on you. <laughs> so you fall into the snare. You've been ensnared. You understand what it means to be ensnared? So let's, let's say this is a trap. It has been set so that I can stumble across, but I come and I go like that. It's a snare, but I think, but if it's set and I come in, oh, I've been ensnared. And there are certain sins, sister, that so, not that they every night, so easily, they will get you easily like that. Am I, am, I, am I being truthful at all? They get you like this. The sins that so, e- Bible use the word so easily. Some people, it won't get them, but you know they will get you. They will get you. Greed for money, it will get you. It will get you. Uh, let uh, a gentleman have looks a certain way. You know, maybe he looks like macho and some things. Give you a, a wink that is so easily beset you. You can't sleep the whole night. Oh. In, fact, in the time of prayer. <laughs> he said, let us lay aside every weight and the sin that so easily beset that. Then you can run and let us run. And let us run with 
perseverance. In other words, like consistency. Keep going. Keep going. There are things that can stop you from running. Weights and the sins that easily beset you. And guess what? By the time we leave the service, they are going to come after you. Sins that will easily beset you. Maybe his own may be different from your, my own. Will be different from your own. Will be different from your own. Will be different. So then, that means that you don't have to look two ladies. You don't have to look at the way she is running for you to run because the sins that so easily beset her may be different from you. If it's raining, they can walk on the rain and still remain cool. But some of you here, if it's raining, you have to get some plastic, something to cover your hair because if the rain falls on this thing, it will really cause a lot of problems for you. <laughs> so you must know your particular area of weakness and package. Someone may stay on Facebook five hours, 10 hours, 20 hours and, and still come out okay. You, by the time you finish, you finish two hours, you are really, you are dizzy. <laughs> Your whole world. You've gone to watch some uh, your your friend your girlfriend's um like your friend's wedding pictures. Okay, you are a lady. You've gone to watch your other friend girlfriend's wedding pictures, and suddenly you are beginning to feel depressed. That ah, you see, I'm not now married. I'm not married. And then the Bible you are about to read, you can't even read it again because oh, you have been easily been ensnared by the challenge of marriage. You see what I'm saying? So you must know what, because, listen, in this season, that's all I'm trying to say. It's not just the perseverance. You must detach yourself from something for the season. You must, you must go, um, you must go free of something. You must be free of something. Say free. Free. So it depends on what but besets you easily. Some of us must be free of some relationships, free of some phone calls, free of some communications, free of some, um, you know, you must be free of something. Say free. Free. You must know what, oh, this is a good one, but it's the same thing, but you must know what quickly gets you. Am I speaking to somebody? There are some things that actually get you so easily. It can wind you up so easily. You know, there are some people, if they want to upset you, they know what to do. They know what to say you, they'll get you. The same way the devil knows how to get. Some of us, it's our temper. And such a sweet moment of seeking the Holy Spirit, your temper is troubling you. The devil says, yeah, man, I got you, baby. He knows what he will do. He will just get someone to do it again. Send someone to do it again. Just when you are about. So every day, something is setting you back. You can also decide to switch. The person who always upsets you or is the, um, gets you upset, you either the, cut contact for the 92 days. If it's somebody you can't, con- can't, con- can't cut contact, you just switch in your mind. When they speak, you don't hear. You choose, you choose that me, I won't be bothered. Because you need your light weight. You know the, what they use, the materials they use in making an aircraft is different from what they use in making cars. 
Because they need it lighter now. Uh, uh, it's called this um, um, carbon, carbon fiber. They're using carbon for you. That's what they use for planes most of the time. It's as strong as metal, but it's just carbon fiber, very light. So you, you need your lightness. Do you know why the, the chicken we've been eating can't fly? Take it, can't, no, their bones are very heavy. It's not their wings. The problem is their bones, their bone structure. And the, the, the component of their body is heavy than the birds. So if you study a little bit of biology, the birds that fly, they have lighter bones and lighter body than the ones don't fly. And you want to fly high, you need to keep yourself light. Somebody say amen. Amen. I'm showing you the secret of tapping into covenant blessings. The secret of tapping into God in a unique way. Are you getting what I'm saying? I'm showing you that. Because other than that, most people abdicate their responsibility to pray and lay none of hands. No, it doesn't actually do it that job. Laying none of hands can break something. Mm. Prayer can impact something. But the rest, for you to fly high, is up to you. So we can lay hands on you as long as the devil knows that when you finish, he knows how to wind you. It doesn't matter. Go, let them lay hands. We lay hands, we break something, he'll wind you, you get upset or you switch off and the thing comes back again. Consistency. Bible says in Proverbs chapter 18 verse 1, through desire, a man having separated himself seeks an intermediate with all wisdom. Through desire, first separate yourself, then you seek and intermeddle yourself with the things necessary that will give you an upper hand. Through desire. So first, it starts with desire. Say, I want it. I want, what do you want? I want to see Jesus. What do you want? I want to see Jesus. It starts with a desire. It takes a desire to come and pray. It takes, you because you want it. And I have good news for you. You get it. Amen. You get it. You get it. No, no, there's no way someone can be watching TV and you be in the house of God that both of you are the same. No way. No way. But it's okay. But he got the TV. He's watching TV. He's got, he's got a breakthrough. No, no, no. If you have not gotten the, if you have not, if you are, if you have not left and you have not come to pray, she might have gotten a breakthrough, but you might have gotten a breakdown. But thank God they got a breakthrough. You didn't get a breakdown. Later on, you're catching up because maybe the time they were also praying, you were watching TV. <laughs> and maybe they've so some. And then too, maybe the 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 beast that is after them is not a ferocious, ferocious and virulent and violent like your own. Are you getting what I'm saying? Do you think? Even children, twins, they don't, or they, both of them, twins, let's say two boys or two girls, they don't get to, they don't show the hormonal, the, the hormones that produce adolescent um, features don't come at the same time. Don't come at the same time. Some, some young ladies start at 12. Some even 11. Nowadays, it's reducing. Some 11, some 15. So, so, don't say, oh, it's my age mate. So, no, no, no. He may be your age mate, but not grace mate. Yeah. Yeah. Don't observe lying vanities, else you forsake your own messes. Yeah. 
Don't observe. Just separate yourself and through desire, separate yourself and intermeddle with all wisdom. All the necessary wisdom it requires to produce what you see. Sometimes something is in you, you know it, but you can't articulate it with your with your lips or your brains. You can't, but you know it's there. You know it's there. And as you pray, as you expose yourself to God, it begins like a way the way the, the flower petal begins to ex- open up. You begin to blossom. And I see someone blossoming. Amen. I see someone blossoming. So what is the point I'm trying to make? That you got to separate yourself from something. Determined to separate yourself. It may not be evil, but it may be just be a wait. A wait. 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 Some of us, as soon as you get home, you're going to watch something. As soon as you get home, um, you're going on the internet to go and do a search for the latest shoes <laughs> or search for the latest gadget. There's nothing wrong with that. Practically nothing wrong with that. But if you notice that this is what has been always preoccupying you and sometimes even your prayer, as we are praying, you are thinking, okay, when we close, I'll do this every time. Then it's a wait. It's a wait. It's a wait. When Jesus taught the the greatest prayer ever, our Father who art in heaven, and Lord be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our deliberate and forgive us our trespasses. Uh, forgive our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass. And lead us not into temptation, but what? Deliver. But what? Deliver. But what? Deliver. Deliver from what? Evil. When you read some translation, it says that deliver us from the evil one or from evil. The Greek word translated evil, the Greek word is Poneros. Your eyes should not see anything unrighteous in the season. Your, ha- your hand should not handle anything distasteful to God in this season. Your lips should not utter anything unrighteous in this season. And your phone should not send a message, a text, or email that is unrighteous in this season. Don't. This is what I mean by separate yourself. Separate yourself. So he said that um, the sin, uh, no, first of all, he said um, the, the weight, lay aside every weight. So wait first. Then after the weight, every sin that so easily ensnares you. How many of you have been ensnared by sin before? Some of you haven't yet. You've been ensnared. How many of you have seen and knowing that me, I will never sin this. I will never. Maybe you said something. Maybe you, you, you know, you got angry and behaved in a certain way. Or, and you are determined that you will never do that again. You need that. Okay, this time I'll be able to. You let, 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 let him come and step on my toe and do everything. This time I won't mind him. I won't sin. And then just when the person, the person didn't even have to step, start stepping. And then your thing came again. <laughs> and then later on, later on, later on, when you felt so bad that, how come? Not again. I knew I wouldn't do it. That's the sin. It easily ensnares you. Even though you don't want. By the time you realize, you've already done it. Am I, am I talking to strangers here? And then, if some people find out, depending on the nature of the sin, if they find out that about your life, they will never understand that you hated it, but you found yourself there. Hey. And the Christians who, hey, you, look at this. Hey, 
And so you manage after a long time to polish it up, to work. So it's like the, the, your back is full of sauce. And you have one coat on it. And so every time, no one knows. Get the, the sore healed. Am I calling? Why does this thing happen? The sin that so easily beset us. But I, I was thinking, um, I was thinking that when it says that the sin that, when you read the text, it said, therefore sin, we are surrounded by, oh, everybody here is watching you. You don't have to fail. That's why we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses. Everybody knows you. They're not, they've heard the prophecies that you come upon your life. Seeing that we are surrounded with so great a cloud of witness. Let us lay aside. He didn't say let us allow him to lay it aside for us. <laughs> Who is supposed to do the laying? Yes. He didn't say let us lay eggs. He said let us lay aside. Lay something put it aside so when they say lay something aside that means you have to take it and gently relocate it way of laying aside some things is maybe you have to relocate yourself from some some territories that you, you call you used to call friendly but they are not they are not helpful for your spiritual development Am I communicating? Yes. I pray God will give us grace. Amen. May the grace of God come upon us. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I know this, this, this season has come for you. And this season will work for you. Amen. And this season will change your life. Amen. And this season will, will deliver into your life, into your hands, what you have always desired. It shall be for you. Amen. He said, what do you want? I want Therefore lay aside every weight and then every sin that so easily beset us. And looking, then the verse 2 said, now looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the ship, and therefore he sits at the right hand of the throne of majesty. After look on him. Look at Jesus. Don't worry. Don't be distracted. Look at lay aside. Just keep looking. Just keep looking and keep going. Just keep looking because Jesus got there. You will get there if you keep looking. Thank you for listening to this message by David Entry. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can also subscribe to Caris Church on YouTube. Don't forget to share and subscribe to our podcast so you are always up to date. Be blessed.